the world of real Hello estate Hello and welcome back to the Legacy Whether Academy. You're a seasoned I'm your investor, host, just starting Grice, out. The attorney and author Natalia Willett Grice and with has the me, my wife, to provide attorney Natalia Willett Grice, on how to navigate the complexities of real estate and investing. The author this of is three the Legacy awesome Academy. real estate investment books on tax deeds, foreclosures, and rentals. Check them out on Amazon. Now, today we're going to be digging into the nuts and bolts of land trusts. These vehicles can be extremely beneficial for real estate investors when they're used correctly. We want to educate you on what land trusts offer, how they're used, and how you can get started using them. So, Natalia, what exactly is a land trust and how does it work in Florida? So, a land trust is a creature of statute, okay? There are hundreds of types of trusts that exist out there, but a land trust is specifically created by provisions of statutory law. There's only six states that have them. Really? Uh, yeah, Illinois, <laughs> Indiana, South Dakota, Virginia, Hawaii, and good old state of Florida. We like it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a private way to own interest in land that can be a really useful tool for real estate investors. Sure. Okay. Now, how does a land trust differ from other types of trusts? So, like I said, hundreds of different kinds of trusts, mm -hmm. and some arise by operation of law. So, for example, constructive trust. If you are given property on behalf of somebody else, and you're kind of like holding title for them, but really belongs to somebody else, that can be a constructive trust without any paperwork involved. But that's not how a Florida land trust is. It has to be created by a legal writing. Mm -hmm. um, and that writing is what governs how the trustee behaves, what rights the beneficiaries have, um, and what goes on with the property, what the trustee can do, what the trustee can't do. So it's got to be done specifically that way. It can't just be like, oh, I think I'm your trustee. <laughs> right. So does the land trust specify those different provisions of what the benefit uh, benefactors can have, you know, all that. Can that change from land trust to land trust? Yes. Okay. So yes. it's very document specific. It's very document specific. Okay. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Now, so what are some of the benefits of having a land trust for real estate investments in Florida? All right. So if we think about like ways to own assets that are real estate assets in Florida, you can think of like typical, an LLC. You can own things in your name and <laughs> bear the risk of that. Um, but you can also own it in a land trust instrument. And it's beneficial because with a land trust, you get privacy, right? Mm -hmm. Land trusts are not publicly recorded instruments. You don't have to register your land trust with the state of Florida or anything like that. It's simple. There's no annual reports. These are pass-through entities. So for tax purposes, it's a very simple method of isolating assets that you own. That's the other next thing, isolation of assets, which is great for creditor protection. Mm -hmm. um, you get to even avoid closing costs oh. if you own real estate in a land trust because if you want, if you have another investor that comes in and they're really interested in buying this piece of land, but you want to avoid the closing company and the blah, 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 and the title insurance, you can just assign the beneficial interest in the land trust to that investor. Now they become the beneficial interest holder. Nothing changed as far as the title of it being, you know, in this land trust, etc. There's no reassessment, ah, yeah, <laughs> which is important. pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, and you can own real estate interests all across the country in land trusts. So even though there's six states that allow the creation, these land trusts can own real estate anywhere around the United States. So can somebody in California have a Florida land trust or yes. do you have to live here? No, you can have somebody in California. Um 
establish a Florida land trust. Okay, yeah. excellent, excellent. So you were, spoke a little bit about the the, um, the privacy aspect. Mm -hmm. Can you give us a little more about how uh, land trusts offer privacy to investors? Yes. So if you are an investor and you want to have an interest in property, but you don't want people to know that you own all these things, right? You don't want to be an attractive <laughs> yeah. person to creditors. Yeah. A target. A target, yes. <laughs> um, having a trustee that's a different entity, you know, that's a, like maybe a third-party trustee company, um, will allow your interest to be kept completely out of the public eye because the trust has its own name. The trustee is the legal title holder that everybody sees externally, but you're behind the scenes. You're the beneficiary. And so this is a great way to keep you out of everything. Okay. All right. You also talked a little bit about the taxes. Mm -hmm. Can you explain what are some of the tax implications for uh, holding property and land trust? Yes. So a, like I said, it is a pass-through entity. So that means that the taxes will go, the tax liability, tax issues for profits and losses and capital gains all go to the beneficiaries of the land trust. The trustee is not reporting any tax things. It doesn't have a separate trust EIN or any of that kind of thing. So if a, an LLC is the beneficiary, then however the LLC is taxed, that's going to be how they report their taxes. Okay. If it's individuals, however they're taxed, that's going to be how it's reported. If it's a corporation that's the beneficiary, then it's going to be done that way. And again, everything passes through to those beneficiaries. And so you also get the benefit of not having an extra step, you know, an 1165 form, 1120S. You don't have to do any of that. Um, in addition to, like, if you had a separate entity that now, like an LLC that also owned this thing. Or, so it's it's nice to just have that one level yeah. uh, for tax purposes. Excellent. Okay. So can you start explaining a little bit about the legal structure of a land trust? Yes. Okay. So mm -hmm. as I mentioned briefly before, with a land trust, you have to have a written land trust agreement in place. And the statute says that here in the state of Florida. Legal title is held by the trustee, but the beneficial title is not held by the trustee, which means the trustee doesn't really own own an interest in property so if the trustee gets sued and lawsuit blah 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 but because you know they had their own car accident or whatever or it's a separate business and they're getting sued for a different reason they can't touch the assets of the land trust to satisfy whatever went on with the trustee because the trustee sure. doesn't have a beneficial interest in what's held in the land trust um Something really essential for investors to know is that a deed does not create the land trust entity. So too often I've seen like um, investors like acquire a title to a piece of property, maybe through a tax deed and they put it in the name of a, a land trust or maybe through a foreclosure sale and they decide to put it in the name of a land trust, but they do not create the actual land trust instrument. Well, guess what? That deed does not create your land trust. Now... Your trustee is the legal title holder fully <laughs> because you don't have a land trust instrument. So you must have a corresponding land trust instrument. And one of the really cool things about how the beneficiaries themselves can own this um, beneficial interest is that they can own it as tenants in common. So you can have like 50-50 if it's a couple of partners or 30-30, 30-10 or whatever, right? You can have it as joint tenants with right of survivorship. So if like, 
your one partner and another partner and the one partner dies, that if you own it as joint tenant with the right of survivorship, the other um, co-owner of that beneficial interest will automatically get the interest without it being probated, which is cool. Yep. You can own it as tenancy by the entirety. So if you're a married couple that own those beneficial interests, it can pass automatically to the surviving spouse and therefore avoiding probate for at least that first spouse to pass away. Right. And it also, if it's held by the tenancy by the entirety, because it's owned by the marriage, that beneficial interest, it also has additional creditor protection if there's a lawsuit just against one spouse or the other. Okay. So there's there's uh, some unique uh, and cool aspects of having a Florida land trust if you do the legal structure right. Okay, so let me ask you this. Are you supposed to create the land trust before you get title to the property? Yes. Yes? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can do it concurrently. But you need to have it be done, if not before, right when the transaction is taking place. Because otherwise, you're risking that trustee becoming the lawful and full title holder because there's no land trust agreement in place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they can check back on the dates. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what are the responsibilities of a trustee in the land trust? Ah, so the statute creates and sets up certain responsibilities and then you can modify and make it additional responsibilities for the trustee. But um, the statute, Florida law says, the trustee has the right to convey, to sell, to lease, to mortgage, to deal with the trust property. Uh, and then you can add, per the statute, management provisions in the trust for the trustee of like additional roles that the trustee gets to do. Granted, these trustee powers are limited because the trustee doesn't have the discretion to choose what mortgage to sign or what lease to sign or who to sell it to or anything like that. No, the the those who hold the power of direction in a land trust are the ones that tell the trustee what to do mm -hmm. in terms of, of that. So power of direction is something unique to Florida land trusts. Sure. Okay. Now, are can the trustee and the beneficiary be the same person? Yes, but that would defeat the purpose okay. of uh, having privacy okay. and security and separating the liability. Well, you had mentioned <laughs> that these land trusts don't have to be recorded in mm -hmm. a public record or anything mm -hmm. like that. How does it defeat the purpose? Because if you want to not be seen as an easy target and you make yourself the trustee, your name is going to be on that lawsuit if something happens on the property. Um. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Are there any restriction, uh, restrictions to who can be a trustee on a land trust? So that's another unique aspect of Florida land trusts. If you look at asset protection trusts, types of domestic asset protection trusts that exist in the United States, the vast majority, I'm going to say like 99% of the states that have domestic asset protection trusts require that there be a tie of the individual who is the trustee to the state where that thing is being created. Okay. Okay. But not in Florida. It can be any person. And a person is not just a human being. A person is an individual. A person is an LLC. A person is a corporation. A person is another trust. <laughs> so for that reason, a Florida land trust doesn't have a real cap on who can be a trustee. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. How does the beneficiary of the land trust exercise control over the property? So... The beneficiary of a land trust, and this must be written correctly into the land trust agreement, 
exercises control over the property by having the power of direction. They're the ones that get to say, all right, Mr. Trustee, uh, we want to list the property. We want it to be at this amount of money that we'll accept. We want you to sign the sales purchase agreement. We want you to sign that lease agreement. So this is all being directed by the beneficiaries. Okay. All right. It sounds like you can be a professional trustee. Yes. Yes. And there are definitely companies that exist out there specifically for real estate investors to act as a third party trustee. There are also law firms that um, provide these services so that you, you can be kept hidden behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and most of them do it on a flat fee basis, depending on what the activity is that you're directing them to do. Okay. So a lot of what we talk about is about residential properties and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. what about commercial property? Can that be held in a land trust as well? Yes. Yes. And vacant parcels of land. The reality is that the, the limitation in under the Florida Land Trust Act, as far as what you can hold, is any interest in real estate. Well, what is an interest in real estate? An interest in real estate can be a lease. So it can just own a lease or leaseholds. It can own easements. (laughs) It can own mortgages. um, And it can own the typical fee simple title, which is like warranty deed or quick claim deed or just title to land. Mm -hmm. But any interest in land can be held by a Florida land trust. Man, that can get complicated quick. (laughs) But it's also really useful for holding different kinds of assets, what I call cold assets and hot assets. Sure. Okay. All right. So when you have a land trust in place, how does that affect uh, financing and mortgages and stuff like that? Mm, That's a great question. Okay. So many of the traditional consumer lenders out there are generally only willing to lend to individuals sometimes to corporate entities if they've been established for at least two years and they have a like a tax record and all that sure. so that they have an established credit. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you own things in a land trust, that might be a limitation as to getting traditional forms of financing. However, if you are a real estate investor, you know that your biggest tools are not traditional forms of financing, right? There's hard money lenders, there's private equity, there's all sorts of different ways to get money. And one of the great things is if you want to have a private equity partner join in, well, then own the property in land trust, right? Give them a percentage of the beneficial interest. They've put the money in, right? Mm -hmm. And now you don't have to worry about a lender because you've got a partner that contributed money. So it's an alternative to joint venture agreements as well. Okay. So I see that it's a great tool in that respect and that, that mortgage companies typically won't Mm -hmm. allow you to sign as the trustee or whatever in that regard. Can you pull it out, get the mortgage and then put it back in? You can, but then at that point you're losing the aspect of privacy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's really not worth it. It's, it's not worth it. And if you are a successful real estate investor, there are so many ways that you can creatively finance deals that you really shouldn't be relying on the traditional methodology. Um, so again, for financing, hard money lenders will do it. They don't care. They'll, you know, they'll get a personal guarantee behind the scenes sure. and all of that to to back it. Um, and like I said, a great way is, you know, if you want to bring in a capital investor, have it, have them have a little bit of a share in the land trust if you own a land trust. That way, you're distributing profits that way, right? Because it's essentially passing through like a partnership. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Um, can you hold more than one property or one more more than one piece of land in a land trust? You can, but it wouldn't serve the purpose, right? Because one of the big incentives in using a Florida land trust or a land trust per se is that you are isolating the property from the risk of what may happen in your other investment property. Right. So you want to have a land trust per property. Now, that's because actual physical real estate is a hot asset. Mm -hmm. The same thing goes with a lease, right? You don't want to hold all of these leasehold interests together in a singular land trust because things can happen in leased property, right? Same thing. You don't want to own easements in land all in one land trust because things can happen in an easement. People can slip and fall in an easement, yeah. <laughs> right? So those are all hot assets. However, if your interests in land are limited only to mortgages, for example, those are cold assets, okay? And mortgage in and of itself isn't gonna have like the risk of a tort action, a slip and fall, an sure. injury or anything of the sort. So you can hold multiple mortgages in one Florida land trust. But I don't recommend that you do that with actual physical interest in real estate. Okay. Okay. All right. Now how does the land trust impact property taxes? Ah, so very important, right? So uh first I want to just keep keep you uh, keep this in mind for your homestead. I don't recommend that you put your homestead in a Florida land trust. Why? Because your homestead is already protected from external creditors under Florida law. If you own homestead and it's your primary residence here, it's protected by the Florida constitution. So you should not be putting it in a land trust. Um, number two, when you transfer property into a land trust, you are risking reassessment because under 193 of the Florida statutes, it is considered a transfer mm. of property, right? Yes. So you are then risking that it's going to be assessed. An investment property can be assessed up to 10% more than the prior year for tax purposes. Um. So why open yourself up to that, especially with your residential property? Now for your investment properties, the great thing is, right, if you're selling behind, the, if you're selling the beneficial interest and it's already in a land trust, it's not going to cause a reassessment because it's the same land trust that owns it. Mm -hmm. So it's a great way to reduce reassessment if you're selling it to different um, investors along the way. Is the tax it. liability different from selling a beneficial interest to the actual physical property? Yes, because a beneficial interest is a personal interest in property, not an interest in real property. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> <laughs> How do land trusts compare to like LLCs? Because we, we've seen some um, investors who hold their properties in LLCs and things mm -hmm. like that. What is the difference between the two? So LLC's biggest difference, right? An LLC is an entity that has to be created by operation of filing something with a state or governmental entity. And therefore, it requires public registration. It requires annual reports. It'll have its own, you know, separate tax filing. And so it, it has the propensity to require more bureaucratic processes for maintenance. Sure. <laughs> um, and then uh, all if there's something that happens with the LLC, okay, somebody gets pissed off, sues the LLC, all of the LLC's assets are at risk at that point. The LLC's bank accounts, wow. the LLC's, mm -hmm. you know, um, inventory, the computers, the in addition to the real estate, right? So right. everything is at risk there. 
Whereas in a Florida land trust, the only thing that can be used to satisfy a dispute, a disagreement, et cetera, a claim against the land trust is the asset held by the land trust, which is what? It's the piece of real estate or the interest in real estate. Sure. So it, it caps it, it limits it more, you know, if you've got it in a land trust. Excellent. Excellent. All right. And, and lastly, what are some potential uh, risks or downsides to using a land trust? So I'm going to say the biggest mistakes are not using a lawyer to, and I mean a lawyer that is well-versed in Florida real estate law and land trusts and the Land Trust Act uh, in drafting these mm. land trust agreements. Um and not having a written instrument period is a huge risk, right? Because again, the deed is not going to create your land trust. The statute says it clearly. Um, having the same beneficiary and trustee is a big mistake, big no-no. Um, giving, if you write it into your land trust that the beneficiaries have real property interests as opposed to personal interests, now you've got some issues because that is going to require a title company to record the land trust agreement to close certain things. And Which, that defeats the purpose right. of privacy. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the other kind of like big mistakes is not having the right trustee in place. If you have, let's say, a company that, and you want to use one of your companies to act as the trustee, but you want to maintain those privacy things, well, then don't use a company that's, for example, registered in the state of Florida because then you're going to have to publicize all the information about who's the manager of the company and all the other things that the Florida um, Division of Corporation requires for Florida entities. You want to have it be an entity that is in another state that is more private. You've got Delaware, you've got Nevada, you've got Wyoming, right? You've got other options. So those are some things to be mindful about um, and those potential downsides. Mm -hmm. All right, investors. So if you have land that you're holding in an LLC, if you have land trust agreements that you wrote yourself, please give us a call. <laughs> we can help you out and make sure that you are protected. Um, this is a really, really great tool for asset protection and yes. to protect against liabilities. Give us a call at 813-480-2106. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you like what you heard, hit the subscribe button on your favorite podcast application. And then tune in every Monday to get more tips on how to avoid investing's legal pitfalls and take your real estate business to the next level. You can also find us online at lcolawfl.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash the Legacy Academy FL.